Hello and welcome to Irish Ears at Disney Fancast. On the pod, we aim to be your Irish viewpoint on Disney news, with a heavy focus on our second home, Disneyland Paris. This is probably going to be a shorter episode than normal, no promises, but we wanted to jump on and review the last few weeks while previewing an upcoming exciting weekend. I think the people know who we are by now, right? Megan is an Instagrammer and TikToker at Megan Loves Magic from Belfast and a Minnie Mouse incarnate, although she's not dead. Stuart is a Facebooker and Instagrammer from Dublin. He's at Disneyland Paris Tips for Irish and is a little bit excited for his upcoming trip. Yes, I am very excited. So we'll just come straight into the news and, and as we record this on Monday the 10th of July. First, we're going to go across the pond to July 4th, America, America. Um, I, I watched this through various Instagrams and um, I noted that they had in, so just go to Florida first. I didn't see anything about Disneyland Resort, California. Did you see any? To be fair, I haven't looked particularly hard. I've seen a lot of um, characters in cute costumes, but I'm guessing they were all Walt Disney World. Mm. It's mad. I, think, but... I just maybe think Florida is more like America than California at the moment. I get that impression. I get yeah. that impression. <laughs> you get, probably get more assault <laughs> rifles in Florida than you would in, in California. 100%. Um, so they have two, Walt Disney World has two Magic Kingdom fireworks celebrations where they basically do the main 4th of July fireworks on the 3rd of July and the 4th of July. And then they do 4th of July fireworks in Epcot on the 4th of July. So if you're there for the weekend, you can catch Magic Kingdom on the 3rd for anyone going next year <laughs> and then Epcot on the 4th. So apparently it's incredible. And they had like, you know, of course, military flyover and all that. But fair play to them. Oh, they pure love their independence, don't they? They do. They're fighting for it every day. <laughs> against I don't know who they're fighting against. Each other, probably. Um, Each other. really good. Yeah. And like people are always asking me about, uh, like obviously Disney being an American company, what does Paris do for 4th of July? And they do nothing because it's nothing, nothing to do with them. <laughs> nothing. And people ask me as well um, about Thanksgiving in November. And again, nothing. Mm. Like, I don't know if you might get a, a bit of gravy in the Lucky Nugget or something. But <laughs> that's the I guess it, really. Paris like celebrate their own French holidays though. They've got, they do the Bastille Day and they do some sort of, some of the kind of UK Ireland holidays like St. Patrick's Day. They do kind of a soft St. Patrick's Day. Well, I think Paddy's Day is like the second biggest holiday at Disneyland Paris. Like name another holiday that gets a little pre-show fireworks display before like Dreams Illuminations. Halloween, Christmas. Paddy's Day. <laughs> but but you have to remember though, the Irish, well, like, you know, obviously we we kind of made Halloween for what it is, you know, apart from the harvest mm. business that the Americans get up to. But um, yeah, so I I think that Disneyland Paris loves Ireland. Anyway, we'll get back to that later on. <laughs> I think they do. They do. Official, official. Um, yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you explain to us what was going on with the Oogie Boogie tickets. And so, I'll start from the start. Like first, what is the Oogie Boogie Bash in Disneyland Resort, California? Okay, so Oogie Boogie Bash is the ticketed after hours event that they hold in Disney's California Adventure. There are lots and lots of parties. It's not like the old Disneyland Paris ones where they only had two on. These ones are about 20 dates this year throughout September and October. The tickets went on sale last week. It was a bit of a mess, to put it politely. I went last year and I found the ticket buying process last year was so much more straightforward. 
than it was this year. I was sitting with my multiple devices open and ready last week. I had three different devices open, all of them sitting in this pre-queue was moved into the real queue. And all of them said, uh, you've got more than an hour to wait, which is fine. Cause last year we were in the line for like two and a half hours. So it was okay. But then all three of the lines, all three of the desktops paused, like paused. It said that the queue has been paused. Tickets are no longer being sold, but me being me, I also had Twitter open on another <laughs> window and I was seeing people saying that they were still able to get tickets, even though all my windows were saying that the entire queue had paused. So I'd messaged someone in the DMs really, really fast and was like, here, how did you manage to get these tickets when all the queues are paused? And they were like, open another window, like close down uh... one of the ones you have, open another one. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that in case I'm kicked out of the queue. But I did it and it took me straight through to the payment window. There you go. And I was able to dive in and snap up tickets. We were so lucky because just after we did that, Disney shut the whole thing down because there was clearly some kind of massive glitch in the system that meant most people couldn't buy tickets. There were a couple like myself who had managed to like get in there a bit slippery um, and get some, but they shut the whole thing down and basically said, we will update you in a week and let you know what's happening. So it was a bit of a mess. Um, so as of today, the 10th of July, the second batch of tickets are going on sale tomorrow. And they Disneyland Resort confirmed that none of the dates have sold out yet. That's how few tickets were sold in the wow. first release because these things normally go on the day. Like as soon as they're released, they're sold out. So that says it all how many people actually managed to get tickets but to everyone trying to get tickets tomorrow good luck they've had a week to improve things hopefully there will be no more system glitches i hope everyone gets the tickets they want for the dates they want because that was very very stressful it was like buying something it was like a dlp ticketed event it was that style of mayhem well thoughts and prayers to the people who are trying to get oogie boogie tickets and taylor swift tickets tomorrow they're gonna need oh my gosh 20 computers open in front of them (laughs) I hadn't even considered that there might be people trying to do those two things on the same day. Yeah. Oh, Good luck, maybe everyone. It's, maybe it's like a Venn diagram, a very small section intersects the two groups, maybe. I don't know. Would you, do you reckon many people from, like, obviously from UK and Ireland, would they go over to California for that? I think more so now. I think, like, a couple of years ago, I would have said no. But I feel like I've noticed this since the parks reopened after the pandemic a lot of people who used to be diehard walt disney world fans who have just seen with walt disney world getting scaled back scaled back scaled back and there seems to be so much more investment now in the disneyland resort they are really getting all the good new stuff at the moment with their avengers campus opening they've constantly got new stuff new rides new shows new celebrations they're going really hard for disney 100 so I think it's kind of having its little moment in the spotlight. It used to be a, like a locals only, not locals only, but a very heavy local focused park. But now I'm definitely seeing, even on my own Instagram, I'm seeing lots more people booking uh, Disneyland Resort over Walt Disney World at the minute, which is quite exciting to see. Um, yeah, there, I, I do know quite cool. a like, few. I'll a lot of my Disneyland like, Paris friends are coming to California mm, this year. Like whenever I get a chance to live my life again after having children, um, I'll probably <laughs> skip over to California um, before I go to Florida. Um, now it's going to be 
hard like to get like i don't know i'm thinking like a 10 year old and a six year old all the way to california mm -hmm. they might be easier going to florida so i might take the bullet on that one but yeah like the california park it's obviously hemmed in it can't expand anymore you know it's mm -hmm. it's totally covered in and like it's funny i always think that um whenever i'm watching youtubes of disneyland resort california like the disneyland hotel we're all conditioned in in around the paris bubble to think that mm -hmm. disneyland hotel in paris is you know a five star the pink hotel the, the, the castle hotel like whatever everyone wants to call it but like the disneyland hotel in california is doesn't look special at all does it it's, it has a, obviously has a monorail and it's walking distance to the parks yeah but it's quite modest looking it's modest looking on the outside but on the inside inside fantasy tower they've got three towers they've got adventure tower fantasy tower and frontier and inside fantasy tower they've got some absolutely amazing displays of old disney parks memorabilia they had um a name tag that was given to walt disney oh, on cool. one of the, like the, the first year of the park being open they've got loads of like really cool things like that but like looking at it on the outside it's not really that special looking and it's actually not their number one hotel they're like most mm. expensive most grand the grand californian is their big one which is yeah, yeah. different to paris it looks like it's just it was just like built in a car park and then yeah just just build a motel in the car park but that's the whole charm of disneyland isn't it it was walt park that's kind of what happened yeah that's pretty much what happened that's how those hotels ended up uh, we should definitely get a monorail we should get a monorail in paris that'd be incredible wouldn't it Oh yeah, I'm here for. Imagine if they linked all the hotels. They could start it in Davy Crockett's, and then link all the hotels. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Self-drive oh, or monorail. Natasha, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so moving on from Oogie Boogie, um, I have a bit of news, and it might not be of interest to you, but I am absolutely bet into this Secret Invasion series on Disney Plus at the moment. It's a new Marvel series, and mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone's listening or anyone cares about um captain marvel movie that came out i think in 2009 it was 2000, not 2019 holy god there's missed 10 years of my life um the so carol our, our, movie the carol movie princess carol yeah okay yeah um so in that movie they introduced squirrels and squirrels are the shape-shifting aliens blah blah but anyway so secret invasion is i won't spoil too much here just give you the you know i, I assume everyone's seen who cares about spoilers has seen captain marvel so they're shapeshifting aliens and they can take on the how anyone looks in the world so think of the possibilities think of the possibilities mm. and it's all about nick fury and but the great news was that and this is exciting for paris too um is that they had a scroll uh sighting in avengers campus in disneyland resort in california Ooh. so they had a guy dressed up as a scroll and he wasn't even doing meet and greet he wasn't even doing um like he was in the background so it was like as if they wanted they wanted people to like long lens him and kind of yeah. like so it was a secret so it ties totally into the marvel uh, show and if anyone's watching that um i hope you enjoy it because it's episode three last week so there's only three more left to the six episode season and i think it's great if you loved if you loved um civil war and winter soldier those type of movies um, you'll like Secret Invasion. It's that, done to that kind of style. But enough of my um, geeking out about Marvel movies. <laughs> and we'll go. I'm going to uh, keep an eye out, though. Now that you've said that, when I go to California in September, I'm going to have my eyes. Oh, they're so on the ball. They're for, just so on the ball with, like. For these little hidden characters. 
like only maybe once or twice has Paris gotten like opening day characters or some content in the parks to do with like obviously we went to town on guardians but um mm. like they could just slip and now i know it's they don't really get them easy. for long either no i don't know what it is it's just obviously behind the scenes backstage stuff going on or whatever but like i'm always here's me in my kitchen thinking how hard is it guys how hard is it but imagine the logistics <laughs> of like the makeup and all sorts and just like i just who knows who knows like Paris has turned the corner. But we've got Mantis. We got Mantis. We've got Mantis yeah. now for the summer. And they had unbelievable casting um, for Mantis. I love that. That was incredible. Um and oh, she's, she's perfect. Just, she's great. She's bopping along there to with um with Star Lord and Gamora. Gamora doesn't never looks happy to be <laughs> to be there. But she's she's hanging out with Do you know no. what's funny? Like the the MCU in the movies. I'm not going to go off too long here, so don't people don't fall asleep. The MCU in the movies is meant to be a completely <laughs> different universe than the Parks Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's kind of the, the okay. Marvel Parks universe. So, obviously, when you had uh, Black Panther and you had Shuri and things of like that, like the characters, when you talk to them, they can kind of, you know, not talk about what's happened in a movie that came out last week. If it's something huge, spoilerish, or mm. say if someone dies, etc., um, you might want to know why yeah. a certain character who's clearly died in a movie um, is suddenly prancing around um, the Disneyland Paris Avengers campus, like you know. And I even seen some people saying, "Oh, you know, getting all nitpicky about like there being like a Guardians of the Galaxy logo and a Gar- and a Marvel Studios logo visible in the campus." That kind of breaks, you know. I don't know in. Yeah, it's a bit very nitpicky, isn't it? Like, people need to. I don't grow think up I'm like bit. enough of a Marvel fan to really care. <laughs> I know, I but I'm, I'm a huge Marvel fan, but I wouldn't care like either. That. I wouldn't even notice it. I think it's the people who are not huge Marvel fans, but are not mini Marvel fans that just want to kind of pick up on things and give out about things. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I love the place. I'm all for it. All for it. Um. So the news that was um. Oh, that's good news, really. Was that. In the last few weeks, the strikes are on hold at Disneyland Paris, and they're having scheduled talks in August. You know, these talks are um, not what the union wanted. They wanted talks as probably like end of May, June, mm-hmm. and um, they said they will continue with the strikes in September if necessary. And um, so, hopefully, it's not needed. I mean, hopefully, Disneyland Paris comes to its senses. They I mean, they're having a great few weeks in the parks with all these premieres, exclusives, launches, etc. And they clearly need, like, Disneyland Paris' financial books have been opened in the last few weeks by journalists, etc. One particularly from Forbes called Caroline Reed. She did pretty much an expose on how Disneyland Paris is paying a lot of IP and a lot of royalties back to Burbank, California, the headquarters which means that there's not a lot of money left for the cast members um, in Paris. Now, obviously, if you're having intellectual property, like if you have Mickey Mouse and all the movies and all the princesses, you you can send money back to the headquarters to write off against tax, etc. But I just think that's a really crappy way of treating your cast members if, if you know, there's millions going back. Yeah, I guess they didn't want that kind of information released. But didn't Natasha say in her video, the kind of ill-timed, ill-advised video, that um, 
that they weren't going to engage in yeah. talks because there are or didn't want to engage in talks at that time because there are talks scheduled for August already. So now these August ones are coming along. Yeah, I feel like they're going to have fast. to come to the table. Um, yeah. And also I just want to say while we're on the topic, not don't want to worry people who are going in September. I've had a lot of people on my TikTok recently commenting on my videos saying, you know, since this, ner- this news came out that the strikes could continue into September, a lot of people panicking about their trips. I think it's way too early to be panicking about a September trip at this point because we don't know what August holds yet and we won't know what that holds until August and there's just no point worrying about something that you can't control as well just keep kind of a light ear to what's going on in the talks and things but don't be losing sleep over strikes on your trip just yet give them yeah, a chance to to sort things out they weren't targeting September and, and like threatening people in September they were just saying that we're going to pause it for July and August and the next month is September. So <laughs> I wasn't meant to yeah. make, make people worry about September. Um, like they're going to have, it's the last month of the anniversary. Then they have Halloween month. It's all huge as far as bringing people in. So the cast members just want to get on with their job and they want to get paid properly. So um, it's all in the courts of the senior management at Disneyland Paris to sort this out, really. I don't think what they're asking for is crazy, you know, no. for what they do. Particularly when you look at like, obviously in Ireland, we're used to like high inflation and things costing a bomb, but um, inflation has been crazy in Paris. Like, so, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking like, you know, trying to buy your cuisine de France for a fiver. (laughs) I know. Um, So this is the most exciting news I feel since Avengers Campus and it's together, the new show. I, my hype machine in my head has orbited has has left <laughs> the atmosphere and um every single little piece of content that anybody releases to do with whether it be the premiere or whether it be um, little snippets of the show like it just looks incredible i'm trying not to spoil it for myself i'm trying not to spoil it for my followers either by not sharing much but like it's 10 out of 10 on the hype train for me yeah, I've watched a tiny bit of it. I've seen a couple of videos that DLP Report shared on Twitter this morning, but I stopped myself because I don't want to see too much. I want to wait until I can see it fully in person by myself. But I was really following the premiere the other night. It looked absolutely incredible. And seeing Lotso at Disneyland Paris sent me into orbit and back again. Like he's a character I've always wanted to see in person. And now that he's in Paris, I need I need to get back. Do you reckon... He smells like strawberries at the I premiere. Hope so, I hope <laughs> do you reckon so. he had? Does he have some sort of aftershave, like <laughs> put <a> strawberry <laughs> aftershave on? We strawberry spits before he comes. Yeah, out. yeah. It just like he walks through a mist, a mist of strawberryness. Well, he's um, coming to the Oogie Boogie Bash this year, so I will oh, let you know if he does smell like strawberries you, you, because I will you, be on his tail chasing him around the place. Give him a good sniff. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that won't get me kicked out at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could do worse. Um, but like literally every character that we saw on the, was it a blue carpet? Every character mm. we saw um, is in the show. Like I thought they were just going to like gather the characters that they already have kind of regularly out in Paris and just throw them onto a stage. But they've gone to town. Like mm. it's all the rare Pixar characters that we rarely see, obviously, maybe at Pride and things like that. And um, I'm not, I don't I want like to spoil the things, but... That- um, the monsters like, from Monsters Inc. that aren't like Mike and Sully, like ones that aren't like main main characters. So yeah, good to Needleman. see them. Needleman, yeah. 
Sanderson. Yes. Like all the lads. Is Boo in it as well? I'd be very surprised sure. if she wasn't. Because actually they they wheeled her out um about two weeks ago in our last pod for their our um our trusted followers. You'll know that Natalie Portman was in the parks like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they took Boo out of, of cryostasis to look as if Natalie Portman was at the premiere last night. Wow. So that's why she uh, did a bit of press with um with Boo. But doesn't Boo give you like nightmares? Yeah, I, I feel like they're going for cuteness given creepy. Like the bouncing of the bit. head and the face incessantly <laughs> is, is 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 nuts. But um yeah, like we talked about it before, but Shido's theater in Walt Disney Studios is gonna house it. You just go through Studio One and take a left. Um, and it's like world-class little theater and what they've done with it like it's a lot of screens but they've also got a lot of characters and they have a live band and they have a lot of like interactivity between the characters and the screens like the, the screens incorporate the floors and everything so like they've just david duffy and team like should just run the whole park i'm not being don't know how much has been spent on it just out of pure curiosity because it looks like such a high budget production i can't see it being uh, a show that's going anywhere anytime soon because of that i think it's going to be around for the long haul yeah i it's definitely going to be up there with making the magician um as far as like an anchor show mm-hmm. and it's lovely isn't it lovely we talked about this in the last pod as well but isn't it lovely to have a bit of pixar representation like yeah top quality pixar representation representation did you follow the, Jim Shull on Twitter? I did, yeah, yeah. Do you see what he's... He, Jim Shull had put on Twitter. He's one of my favourite followers. He's an ex-imagineer. Um, and whilst sort of in the hype of everyone talking about how brilliant Together was and how amazing the premiere was, and he was like, hmm, maybe should have been in Worlds of Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, kill the vibe. Oh, man. Um, so we might as well talk about the new um, Worlds of Pixar photo location backdrop slash thing. Um, so down at what was it? It was called Toon. Was it is Toon Studios or Toon Town? What was it Toon called? Studios beforehand? to begin with, yeah. Basically, and then it the wall where Pixar. yeah, where the wall where Buzz and Woody and Jesse and sometimes Bo Peep used to meet there. Um, they did it up and they've made it completely like modern Pixar. Well, I say modern, but everything's in the last twenty five years, kind of. Um, they have a huge big balloon, uh, Carl's balloon from Up. Mm-hmm. and it looks great and yeah i'm all for it like it's just a bit of nice lick of paint for that corner of the park if they're not going to do anything better with it um have you seen anything elemental related in that photo spot because i remember when they first advertised that that was going to be happening they made a point of saying that there was it was going to have like a an, either an elemental element to the backdrop or they were going to have the elemental characters out but i have seen none of those uh, since the press release so I think that's maybe might, been, like, been shelved. The little wall that they have is, um, you know, full of little windows with all the characters. And they might mm. have snuck a few of the elemental characters into the windows. Oh, That well, might be the extent. But, you know, Disneyland Paris love their magic shots. And they have an elemental <laughs> magic shot at the moment. Um, oh, do they? Oh, they do, of course. But if anyone's seen the movie, um, I think it's is it out this weekend or? It's out already. Or is it? I thought, mm-hmm. there you go. Came out last so, weekend or just like Thursday, Friday? Not yet, no. No, I think it came out Friday. I might see it this weekend. I'm not sure. Like, 
couple oh, of my friends have seen it and they've all really enjoyed it so oh, cool. um that's that's positive so i'm frantically looking at my it. phone here to see if i can see any um elemental characters in the wall <laughs> but everything in my twitter feed is all to do with the premiere last night so get no look did you see they had um they had like a buffet on the car's road trip road yes wasn't that hilarious a couple of my dream team <laughs> friends were at it like two of my dream team friends got invited and they said it was a fantastic night and they got lots of wine um lots of really nice food they were really treated well it seemed like a really they'd really put an awful lot of effort into that press event so that's it's a good sign that it's being hyped as hard as it's being hyped because it shows they believe in it and they believe that it's going to be a good addition to that park which it really needed that studio has been going to waste for such a long time i saw somebody say recently that it was the best use of the cars road trip road in a long time (laughs) 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 like to have a buffet oh Oh, god i don't disagree i don't disagree i genuinely think that there's a place in my heart for Cars Road Trip. I just think it's a crying shame that it takes up like 50 acres of the park where like it's clearly marked for expansion in the future. But mm. the fact that it's just Cartastrophe Canyon and the rest of it is just sitting in a bus resting your little legs. Um, I know. That's what it's good for, I guess. That's, it, it's the, it's it's the small good. world of the studios park. All about, but, all about resting the legs. Yeah. That's it. Um, much bigger news is the is the return the absolutely emphatic return of the travelators in (laughs) guest parking (gasps) like this i got i got push notifications for this because we often stay in daily pockets (laughs) and it's such a trek like when you're bringing we like we off we went in july and we had a big cooler bag and we like we have you know the kitchen sink with the kids and to get everything on the back of the buggy like just that little travelator would be nice to just just give you a little push and then the first day we got there last july we left the nappies in the car and we were eating in rainforest and it was 40 degrees and of course daddy gets the short straw and i had to go back to the car and back to rainforest in the 40 degrees with no water it was like sahara desert and um, i could really could have used those travelators and they look absolutely sparkling so that was just a bit of a bit of off uh, topic breaking news there. I just I, Do you know what big, though? Big when I was a kid, I used to stay in David Crockett with my family when we went when I was little. And my dad to this day always says that the magic starts on the travelator. And I was like, Dad, I hate to break it to you. Those travelators <laughs> have been have been MIA for a long while. <laughs> Maybe it summed up the experience at Disneyland Paris, but now they're back. Now they're back. <laughs> and maybe we're rolling. They seem me rolling. rolling. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Bastille Day coming up, thick and fast. Yeah. Like again, Disneyland Paris are have lit a torch under the hype train for this. And yeah. um I have no insider information, but I have a lot of faith in the drone team at Disneyland Paris. And it looks as if they have a wall to wall landscape done of Paris landmarks in the sky. Like you're you know when you're standing in front of like Casey's Corner or whatever, yeah. You look over at like Agrabah, all the way to uh, the pink twin towers that used to be part of the castle down towards Fancyland, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to have like just a vista of Paris landmarks. People can't see oh, yeah. I'm doing a, I'm doing hand actions here, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I just can't wait because they were practicing them. If you follow anybody who's involved with drones on Instagram. 
they were out practicing the drones about a month ago in field, you know, in field. I saw, I saw the, mm. the, the field thing. Yeah. It's usually in Bordeaux and that's like, you know, that's miles away from Paris um, and they can do what they want without being spotted. Yeah. So like I saw recently that um, the Dream Castle Hotel had a bit of a relaunch and they had drones at their relaunch of their hotel. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, the guys who do Disney Delight and who did Avengers uh, Powered Night, they mm-hmm. probably saw a hotel doing a drone show and they were just like, we need to up this. So yeah. I'm massively excited. I'm also hugely excited for the Boom Boom Fireworks. People were asking like, what the hell do you mean by Boom Boom Fireworks? Like Disneyland Paris doesn't have, yeah, doesn't have fireworks every night that shake your heart, basically. I think it's obviously something to do with planet permission or just France in general. I, I think it's because the t- there's people Val d'Europe was too close as a very close time yeah. someone told me and that they did used to have the boom boom fireworks every night but people were complaining that it was like every single night which yeah, you would yeah. get annoyed like you really would if you were listening if you were you know especially if you have dogs small kids all that there it's a lot I yeah. think the other parks like California and Florida get away with it because they're on their kind of own plot of land. They're not in a residential area, so they can just boom, boom all they want. But yeah, um, and even at that, like Florida is way more boom, boom than California is boom, boom. Oh, I yeah. Feel. Because they California only boom, booms the on the weekend. California boom, booms <laughs> on the weekend. And then <laughs> during the week, it's just projections. That, that sums up California, doesn't it? <laughs> they go boom, boom at the weekend. Whereas Florida is boom, boom all day, every day. <laughs> Um, so Disneyland Serious Paris just gets, just gets the boom boom twice a year. <laughs> That's because it's like, you know, it's, it's 31 years old now, probably have a few kids. You know. Not much boom boom uh, in Paris anymore. No. Um, so twice a year being uh, New Year's Eve and Bastille Day. So obviously everyone else in the town is doing their boom boom. So that's why Disneyland Paris can boom boom at the same time. <laughs> If you hear boom, boom if you're in a, if you're in a hotel, yeah, if you're in a hotel and you hear someone boom booming, you might as well boom boom yourself because you're not gonna be able to sleep. Um, <laughs> is this gonna stay in? In what? This is this is it. Like <laughs> we, this this is one take. We're just, I'm not. This is one take, right? One take um, yeah. So I'm hugely excited. I'm of course heading over um, on Friday for Bastille Day. I call it Fruit Bastille mm-hmm. Day. You, did you have Fruit Bastille Day pops and Fruit Bastille sweets? Yeah. 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 I don't know because you know different jurisdictions might have North. different sweets. Yeah, <laughs> you have like Walker's yeah. crisps and stuff like. We've got different um, tato. Oh, stop! <laughs> um, so yeah, hugely excited for Bastille Day. Um, I just can't wait for these fireworks. Like I'm thinking, they're obviously they're after Dreams. So, Delight is about ten to eleven. Dreams is eleven, and that's twenty five minutes. So like we're gonna go boom boom half eleven. Half eleven. And yeah. But I think, like, I know people who don't do long queues. <coughs> Disney Paris, Andy, and yeah, um, I was—that's exactly who I was thinking of when you said that. She's talking about like camping out from six p.m. like <laughs> to get a good see for these fireworks. Wow. So um, I might so just dirty. slip in. Um, I might just slip in a bit later than that. Um, I do have like a dinner reservation for downtown on seven thirty, but. Um, you know, still, if, if that'll, that'll be plenty of time for if drones, I get the news especially. that it's packing up, like if it's getting packed, I'm going to make my way in. I think that's, that's my plan. Keep it flowing. You'll have to do an episode once you're back. Oh, big time. I'm actually, I'm going to bring, um, a little microphone. 
a little lapel microphone. And I'm going to try and interview people coming out of the Together show. And I don't know how I'm going to get English-speaking people. Um, basically, if I see a GA jersey, I'm going to <laughs> interview them. Do a call them. out on Insta. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. Like, see if anybody's I, I did, in the park. I did do a call out to see if anyone's in the parks, just generally. Um, and like a lot of people are going to be there just by chance. I don't think people like generally people tend to avoid Bastille weekend because people are crazy to go. Whereas I make an effort to go <laughs> over on the busiest day of the year, um, just for the content and just to bring you guys the 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 pulse of the people on the ground. And then I might do the same with um, the Bastille Day fireworks as well. See if I can get like English speaking people and just get their yeah. impressions of the fireworks and stuff. Because, yeah, all about the boom boom. Well, thank you for your um, service. Thank you for, for going over there and braving the Bastille fireworks I'll, when many people I'll take that bullet. I'll take the bullet. <laughs> speaking of bullets. Not all heroes wear capes, Stuart. Not no. all heroes wear capes. <laughs> I do at the weekend. Um, <laughs> boom boom. Boom boom. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> boom boom. Buzz Lightyear is, is back um, July 12th. So Wednesday, um, Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast is back open. I know it's a family favorite and like I'm just discovering in way over my 30th birthday how to actually score <laughs> properly in this <laughs> in this game. It's all to do with like the shapes and, um, you know, I was just I was just going boom, boom everywhere. And, I'm still um, doing that. Yeah. And I like I'm sweating by the end of it and I have like 10 points. And then the person beside me who is just like after hitting the little triangle or the basically the, the pointier the shape is, the more points you get. That's my thinking. Oh, so okay. people like people swan on there and get like full marks or whatever, like nine, 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 nine. Um, so, yeah, I'm that's back Wednesday. So I might just jump on that. I, I love Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast. I do love it. I like it. It's a nice sit down. And often I've found that um, when it goes down during the day, when they, because it's like what they call like an omni mover, it's always moving, kind of like Phantom Manor, that mm -hmm. the belt is always moving. It tends to move yeah. through the queue quite quickly. Um, yeah. So, and as well as that, a point of that I'd like to make is that I witnessed um, the accessibility, accessibleness on Buzz Lightyear. And I was like speechless because it actually, touched me a little bit because they have um special i suppose you call them carts in in buzz lightyear that they can completely take the back of the cart down and say a person in a wheelchair can can go straight on in their wheelchair and then have the full experience of the ride in their own wheelchair and have um full access to the to laser blasters as well like so i think it's like it's a great amazing one. yeah is that the same for phantom manor as well um i do think so um do you know the way in, you're on Phantom Manor and pretty much every time you're told that playful spirits have interrupted our, our tour? Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't Always go down. the same place. Yeah, it doesn't go down every minute. Like that, that's in general someone getting on and off who needs a bit more time. But like, yeah. oh good, like everyone should be able to experience as much of the parks as possible. So I'm all for it. All about it. The, the Nautilus has returned. Oh, I was losing sleep. I was thinking it wasn't going to reopen. I was like, I've been on the edge of my seat for about three years. <laughs> I can, I'm not sure. Like, I can see you right now. I'm not sure if I, you're a sarcastic here or not. No, Disneyland Paris is most boring interact, like attraction of all time. Like, it was a better use of the space when they put the characters in there during COVID for selfie spots. Like, do you remember they put the yeah. characters in their stars and parade outfits into the Nautilus? I was like, that's the best use of space that they've ever had. I'll I'm see not a fan. Your... 
I'll see your Nautilus being the most boring waste of space, and I'll raise you with the Aladdin walkthrough. Oh no, I like that. Oh, do you? Well, like I obviously like the... it has some cool bits, but in general, I like the genie wall for Instapix. Yes, yes, of course. You got to get the content. <laughs> That's it. At Megan loves magic. Yep. Um, and it has I mean... no squid now. They've kind of like made it more friendly. They just have. Um, I think DLP report said they had some just like stock image of a big whale in the Oculus. So they've gotten rid of like a sc- the scary squidness. Um, but I think it's good that part of Discoveryland has something going on. I no? don't know if you'd call that something going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can walk through something. Yeah. Instead of like just being boards and stuff like that. Like even when Orbitron is not working, mm. it's... It just feels like as if that land is not alive. I don't know. Am I yeah. cutting the straws here? No, I think they could do more with Discovery Land. I think they could have more characters in Discovery Land because there's only really the Videopolis meet and greet and the Darth Vader one. I feel like they could. Yeah. There's more room for aliveness through characters. But I think in the last few weeks, way, they, have way to say. Tr- they have thrown out a few more stormtroopers in the last few Ooh. weeks. So that's good. Like, but they need to yeah. decide whether Discovery Land is a Star Wars land or not, because I think it will be now that they've scrapped it for the third land. I think they're just going to p- put all the Star Wars into Discovery Land now. I just had a thought there, right as we're recording this live podcast. Um, what if they made Autopia like the um? Oh, all my Star Wars mates are going to kill me now. What's the name of the of the ride on? Bikes, the hover bikes, what are they called? You wouldn't know, I'd probably. <laughs> do you know when the Phantom Menace and things, they, were, they, they go like. Oh, the Anakin is on. Yeah, and they go. Those things. They could like do Autopia, like with electricness and make you feel like you're on those bikes. Pitch it. What? I'm going to pitch it now. Natasha is getting a text. Natasha's getting very lengthy text from us this evening. She could just <laughs> listen to the podcast and we fix her problems. Um, too busy, too busy. So I will have a look at the Nautilus just for the content, obviously. Um, I Like I had, not, I wouldn't say fairly long queues. It had a bit of interest when it opened again last week. Maybe and people I, thought it was a ride and then were brutally disappointed. <laughs> I didn't see them doing any uh, collectible cards or I didn't see the, the DLP ambassadors at the opening. which because they're better things to do. Really? Brushing their hair. <laughs> Getting ready for it together. Yeah. <laughs> um, summer sales. I know it's like, you know, what the hell, summer sales? But there are massive sales on, on like merch that people were spending a lot of money on only a few weeks ago. Like lounge flies under 50 euro. Uh, like 40% off lounge flies. Like oh, that's the Willy ones. I think I saw 70, 70. off. 70? Oh my gosh. Because like, I've seen... Um, do you remember they did um, Big Thunder Mountain last year? It wasn't part of the eras this year. Did, mm. did, did, did Disney Company just um, like completely steal Taylor Swift's idea of eras? No, like they had decades. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> that, quite thing? possibly. Possibly. Well. Um, they did a Big Thunder Mountain lounge fly last year, and in the Disney store in Dublin, it was like twenty-eight euro at one stage. Wow. Yeah, I didn't buy it. Why didn't I buy it? I should have bought it. Yeah, it's a nice enough bag. 
It is, uh, but I have no room in my house or life in general for lounge flies. <laughs> I just give them all yeah. away. So yeah, don't get yourself I, into I, that. I don't need them. No, like I don't need them in my life. And if I ever like, I bring them in for giveaways and things like that. And then my daughter is like, "Can we keep this one?" <laughs> like, no, it's a hundred euro. <laughs> it's a hundred euro. So everyone who has won a lounge fly off me can know that you broke a little six-year-old's heart by winning that gift. <laughs> winning that, I hope you sleep that. well tonight. I hope you sleep well tonight. Um, that wraps up the news, really. Um, I did have a new segment that I wanted to kind of bring in. And as you know, we are social media content, being a podcast. We both have social media outlets at Megan Loves Magic and at Disneyland Paris Tips for Irish. And we spend a lot of our time watching other people's social media whether it be youtube and instagram so i wanted to do a little corner it's called the social shout out da, da, da. yeehaw boom boom yeehaw so at boom boom <laughs> new name for the podcast the boom boom podcast um i'm currently obsessed by chris provost and his lovely family and um, their account is called provost park pass and they have a ultra professional youtube um machine they're currently doing, wait for this, they're currently doing a Six Castle World Tour, which that's just the tip of the iceberg, really. So they yeah. live in Utah, I believe. Everyone seems to live in Utah or um, what's that other place where Delta has it's Atlanta. Everyone lives in Utah or Atlanta in America. <laughs> so <laughs> their local park is California. And yep. they went from California to Tokyo. Oh, sorry, went to, sorry. Start again, Stuart. They went from California to Hawaii, but it was only they're only in Hawaii to do like a layover. They didn't they couldn't get into Alani because it was it was full. Oh no. That's a shame, isn't it? That is a shame. But oh. rest your beating heart there. Because they luckily went on towards uh, Tokyo Disney. They've done a few days in Tokyo Disneyland and their latest videos are all about Tokyo Disney Sea. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the merch, all the popcorn you can buy, all the Duffy family, all Oof. this. Like, they haven't teased. Well, they've kind of, like, put a few Easter eggs out as to where they're headed. Obviously, being a Six Castle tour, world tour, they tried to do this in 2020. But in 2020, we all know what happened. And they had yep. to cut it very short. Um, I think they were linking in with, like, cruises as well. Like, I don't know where they get the money for this, but fair play to them. Wow. They're obviously working very yeah. hard. Um and see chris provost was a businessman not like a businessman where he had his own business or whatever he was like an office worker and his thing is that he goes around in a shirt and tie the parks yeah and it's cool because he's like he's i won't give him away now he's probably nearly 50 um and he has a little six-year-old boy and it's just cuteness all throughout the whole thing um so they are doing tokyo at the moment and obviously they have to do shanghai and hong kong yeah. and but they're also checking in on parks in the area so i think they're doing universal studios in japan as well it looks insane i i don't think i could go all the way to japan and not check out their universal it looks so Mm. good i think their universal is so good and that made tokyo disney sea be so good yeah because because main competitor yeah people who like aren't aware of the asian parks really like i'm not really either i have no intention of going unless you know, get struck by lightning and win the lotto at the same day. But Tokyo <laughs> Disney Sea is as if someone just gave the Walt Disney Imagineers a blank check book and said, "Go loose." Yeah, it's a mix of Universal Studios and Disneyland 
and kind of I would say a lot of Frontierland vibes. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of volcano going on, bit of Discovery Land with Jules Verne, steampunk stuff going on. But my God, the weather! It's always raining over there and windy, yeah. so windy. But so it's windy. a beautiful park. The Little Mermaid section, if you've seen that, the aerials, oh. it's like oh, it's just stunning. Absolutely and they have, stunning. they have, I, I won't call it, um, it's obviously the Beast's Castle. People call it Belle's mm-hmm. Castle. But they have a full, like, okay, so Tokyo Disneyland, let's not get too sidetracked here. Tokyo Disneyland mm-hmm. has a full-on replica of the Walt Disney World Castle, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they just kind of copy and pasted it. And um, then they decided, because it's half and half owned by uh, Walt Disney Company and the Oriental Land Company, who obviously yeah. has a lot of money, they built um, the Beast Castle. And it's oh, yeah. almost bigger. Like, it's definitely bigger than the Disneyland Resort Castle. It's oh, yeah. nearly as big as the Paris Castle. And it's just another castle in the park. Could you imagine if Paris had two castles? But it's just, like, why not? If you've got that kind of money lying about and you haven't paid it out to Burbank, like, why don't, why, why would it? <laughs> there we go, yeah. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, just, you know, um, and like they, they have what's regarded as the world's, almost the world's best Disney ride, the Beauty and the Beast ride in the castle. Um, mm-hmm. And then oh, what else do they have? They have like a super cool Baymax ride. They have, like, I'm missing a lot of stuff here because I'm just on the spot. But um, yeah, they just, they've gone mental in Tokyo Disneyland. But fair play to them. And who fair knows, if this podcast them. goes global it goes viral we might make it over there as one of our trips oh my god yeah let's do it <laughs> um and then so the provost geez we're spending a lot of time on this provost park pass are going to go then on into europe and i think they're going to check out like efteling as well as paris they're going to check yep. out europe europa park they i don't know if they're going to check out fort aventura um maybe not maybe just to get the whole <laughs> universal studios um, you should dm them and ask if they fancy making us at tato park emerald park Sorry, <laughs> you don't even get a bag of crisps anymore. I haven't. I've been, never actually. even been. <laughs> oh, stop! I will. I'm going um, in August, so I will let you know. Please do. I'm not gonna. It's not a content trip. Don't worry. Oh, send me um, content. Yeah. So, and then they're gonna finish up then in Florida. Um, so that's their Six Castle Park, and they're probably gonna do like they're just. It's a great Provost Park Pass. Absolutely super account to follow. Um, they're super positive. It's like a safe space. You're going to watch it and enjoy it. And you're going to like, they're super fun and just great. Um, Amazing production. Oh yeah. Like I don't know how to do it because they, they do the videos like while they're going. So yeah, they do everything in the parks and then at nighttime turn out world-class productions. They don't, I don't know. Fair play to them. They're professionals. What can you say? Yeah. Um, paging Mr. Morrow. I was, I was drawn to him. He had a, a trip in April to Paris and um, a couple of my followers met him and I was like, who is he? So then I started watching his videos and he's incredibly fun, incredibly wholesome. And um, mm. his name is Nate and he lives, he's a Florida local. And okay. like he just, he just like pops into the parks in Florida, just like nothing else to do tonight, okay. just pop in. I think it's his full-time job, the YouTube and business. Um, but it's like, do you know, is it? A different night he's in a different character experience and just living my life <laughs> if I, and he has this adorable dalmatian of a dog called gracie but he went on a recent trip to 
talked to me. He went to New Orleans and he went to Marceline. Um, oh, Walt's, wow. Walt's hometown. Walt's hometown. Yeah. yeah. And Disney D23 brought them. And, you know, he had Mickey and Minnie in Marceline. Oh. And Marceline is basically like a living museum at the moment. But um, recently, uh, Nate, paging Mr. Morrow, he was in the Grand Floridian in Florida for a wedding. And I know a lot of people love to like, look behind the curtain of Disney weddings. And oh, this yes. was it. Like, you know, you get married in the wedding pavilion, which is on the lake, Lake Buena yeah. Vista. I think their, their lake is called, is it? Maybe? Yeah. Probably. I keep changing Sounds the right. lakes. Yeah, Sounds we'll go right. with that. We'll go with that. And like Disney have 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 just went to town on this pavilion thing because you get a golf cart out to the little pavilion and picture this, okay? It's your wedding, everything is white. Picture this Megan. It's gonna be sure wet. I'm not spoiling yep. this right for you. Um, <laughs> and in between, you know, the two people getting married mm-hmm. is the castle. Like there's a window behind the altar and the castle is framed in that window. So when you say I do, um, the castle is right in between you. It's like, imagine, I know I'm saying, keep saying this, like my favorite phrase, imagine if Paris had something similar, like mm. Paris could do it in Disneyland hotel. Yeah. They could oh, have yeah. a wedding room. I mean, I but, would book up. Natasha. Natasha. <laughs> Natasha. Um, this you know where we've been really, really Natasha. nice to you on this podcast. <laughs> yes, um, Megan's soon to be wed, and she would love to be an ep- to be on an episode of Disney Weddings. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think I just think you know, give back to the community, Natasha. I accept cash donations <laughs> and weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, our our local favorite, Sam for God, is yeah. we're recording this Monday night, um, and she's after putting out a. I think um, a video where she was in Emporium, I think, checking out all the bits. And I just love her videos because it's kind of like you're there with her. So she goes yeah. through like every single bit of merchandise and is like, you know, f- touching them and feeling them. And it just no one else gives you that experience where like if she puts out an hour video, she spends an hour doing it. And it's basically as if you're there. You know, it's, yeah. it's usually one take unless people interrupt her and like, <laughs> you know, kind of like, oh, can I get a picture? But no one else does the look, level of detail, I don't think, on no. YouTube anyway. She's an absolute trooper, absolute trooper. Like she goes back down to the hotel at nighttime and edits to get the videos out while she's there. So like um, we will tag Sam in this video, in this a couple of clips of this. Because... Yeah, we should put um, put everybody we're mentioning in the social shares yes. and stuff on in the show notes and people can subscribe to whoever they want to subscribe. Like Sam does actually such a service for Disneyland Paris like mm. she deserves everything that she gets because a lot of people will get you know even her buffet videos and everything like people tell me that my like I do a, like a one minute video of a buffet where she's a yeah. 45 minute video of a buffet and for people who have like picky eaters you know sensory kids etc they need to see what's in every single bucket at the buffet so yeah. um yeah all good fair play um, moving on to the next account is one that probably people haven't heard of. It's called the Main Street News. And the Main Street News is a lovely account who does like behind the scenes kind of like, I wouldn't call them expose, but the guy in charge, sorry, the name completely escapes me at the moment, his name. But um, he goes behind and he does these kind of uh, journalistic videos of what parks could have been like. So if you ever were interested, do you know the way 
Disneyland Paris have a book called The Art of Disneyland Paris. The I have book. that book, yeah. I've got that. Of course that. you do. Of course you do. <laughs> and mm. that gives you like, that gives you, you know, the background into all the imagineering stories of when the park was being built and, you know, what could have been there, what was designed. Like, for instance, we, like you probably know what was going in behind Bellinotte originally. It was meant to be like a... Beauty and the Beast. Yes. And there's an awful lot of room around Indiana Jones, for example. And I think that was yeah. meant to be something else. So all these little stories, like nothing happens by accident in these parks. Um, no. And the Main Street News goes behind and makes lovely, lovely little videos, probably like 10, 15 minutes. And I think it was like a 30 minute video, his biggest video ever, where he discussed um, the third gate at Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. And, you know, would it, could it have been a water park? He has visuals of the Walt Disney Studios glow up that's going to be happening not just the expansion so the whole street getting done up mm-hmm. and yeah again just an absolute service to the community and um if people want to check that out it's at the main street news on youtube or instagram i'm gonna to subscribe to them right now boom 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 and that's it that's it that's it, Kept so it under I'm an off. hour that's not like us that's unlike us now we'll see how yeah the outro might take about an hour <laughs> <laughs> um i am off to paris on friday for a fruit bath yes. day and i will talk to you next week you are going on a non-disney related <laughs> holiday yeah i'm going to a wedding in lanzarote okay. and we've added okay. we've added a couple of extra days just to you know chill and make it into a holiday why not i'm sure you'll find some content that you can find did you know i'll be vlogging um... i'll be vlogging (laughs) and those i think lots of spanish shops and things i know it's not mainland spain but a lot of spanish like sweet shops do like mini mouse ears in the little sweet bags so have a look in those little tacky sweet shops that you found on like promenades and stuff in those kind of spanish resorts for your content there you go my jaw just hit the floor i'll be looking for them (laughs) especially yeah, well, I hope you have a great trip and Thank I you, will you be talking to you next week. Maybe next week, if not end the next week, maybe the weekend after. We'll see. We'll see. We'll bring it. The, we'll bring in the good stuff, guys. We'll bring in the good stuff. Yeah, whenever um, whenever I'm back and you're back, we'll record episode five and we can talk all about your Bastille Day trip. Episode five. We're, this is a thing now, isn't it? This is a thing. Mm. We have, oh, by the way, people, you've gotten this far. You've got 55 minutes into the show and we have actual real microphones now, people. So... This has been an absolute joy. It's taken 55 minutes to record 55 minutes worth of <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> Unlike the last month where we've been taking two hours to record a mi- like a minute, an hour, uh, because we had interference issues and we edited them out, but it got very frustrating. And this has been an absolute joy to have 55 minutes of unbroken chat. It's been a one, one take wonder. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. So that is a wrap on episode four of Irish Ears, a Disney fan cast. You can keep up to speed with us both, Stuart on Disneyland Paris Tips for Irish and Megan on Megan Loves Magic Socials. Please send us your feedback on anything you'd like discussed on the podcast. We have lots of ideas, which we hope to get through in the coming months. But for now, we'll say a bianto. Boom, boom. See you soon. Boom, boom. See you soon. <laughs>